Thanks for listening to the Faith Assembly Podcast. If you're in the Orlando area, we hope you're able to join us for one of our services. Please check out faithassembly.org for more information or follow us on social media at faithORL. We hope this message will be an inspiration to help you find all that God has for your life. Enjoy the message. And so this verse is a verse that uh, when I first became a Christian, I was totally unaware of it. I wasn't in the practice, even though I attended church as a child um, because of my mom and my dad. Even though he was unsaved, he said, you're going to church. But uh, I didn't know the Bible, and I didn't know about this verse. And when I was born again, I didn't know about it until sometime later. I'm not sure when or how long it took. But Romans 8, 28 has become... Uh, a life verse for me in the sense that it is a verse that I so believe in, as well as all the word, but this is one that I practice on a regular basis, my confession of. And so let me start to read this verse for you. And we know, we know this. There shouldn't be any doubt in our mind. Uh, There shouldn't be any hesitation on our part. And we know. Let me ask you to say it with me. And we know. One more time. And we know. And so if you didn't know it before you came in today, you're going to know it before you leave this building. And we know, the Bible says, that all things, say it with me, all things, all things, the good things of life, the not so good of life, the painful things of life, uh, the rejections of life, on and on and on and on it they go. But all things work together for good. Do you believe that? Do you really believe it? Then you will believe it in your own life and in your own circumstance, all right? That all things work together for good to those who love God. Let me see how many people love God in this place. All right. That looks like a majority by far to me. So you love God, and as a result... God is turning things around right now. I mean, the Word of God is living and active, uh, but this verse, think about it, is working right now. This verse is uh, working in your life and mine, uh, in the life of this church, in everyone's life to turn everything around for good. Our mistakes, uh, uh, our failures, whatever, whether we did it or somebody else did it, it's all turning around for good. Uh, to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. I believe this verse. How many of you believe this verse? Well, your confession is going to line up with this verse if you really believe it. I believe this verse. I quote it often. I know this verse. And there are others I, on a regular basis that will share something about their own life and give me the opportunity to say to them, well, You know what the Bible says, everything turns around for your good. And so I want them at that moment to refocus away from their problem or what they're challenged by, to refocus from that onto the promise of God, which tells me and them that this is one of those things that God is going to turn around for good. There's no doubt in my mind. 
whatsoever. No doubt whatsoever. So if you don't know that all things work together for good, it will be evident by your words uh, from your mouth. You will start to say things contrary to this word. And when you do, you hinder the work of God. Your confession needs to line up with the word of God. If we are saying, well, I'll never get better. That's a lie from the devil to start with, all right? So we, if we say, I'll, I'll never be able to do this. Uh, don't say things that are contrary. I'll never be able to get over this. Uh, this is always going to impact me. No, stop it. Get your mouth in line with the word of God, amen? Line up your confession with the Word of God. And when you think about it, it's pretty easy, isn't it? So don't let your words uh, go contrary to the Word of God. Your worst life event will work out for your good. Think about that, that worst life event. It's going to work out for your good. Think about the pain is going to work out for your good. The change will work out for your good. The rejection will work out for your good. Anything bad God will use for your good as he moves everything in place by his supernatural power. His good, your good, even others' good. Well, God help us to realize this. What do we know? We know that all things, the good, the bad, the, the things that uh, were distasteful in life, they all work together for good. Now, I'm going to step over and demonstrate this and our media team has put this all together. They're, they're fabulous. And uh, Julio, he can build anything, I think, around here. Um, you know, I'm going to bake a cake. That's what I'm going to do. Um, I just feel like it, all right? Sometimes you just have feelings. And uh, I've only baked two cakes in my life or made two cakes in my life. Uh, the first one was uh, probably my all-time favorite of my life. And that was called Icebox Fruit Cake. Uh, not like those dumb fruit cakes you buy in the store, all right, with all that yucky stuff on it. Uh, no, this was crushed vanilla wafers. And if you were just offended at me, forgive me, all right? Anyway, uh, these were crushed vanilla wafers. Uh, you boiled marshmallows down. You poured that in. I'm sure there was butter. I don't know what. I don't remember all the other ingredients, raisins, pecans, and you mixed it all together with your hands. It was, it was rather difficult and hard. And when my mother got to be about 85 years of age, she said, uh, son, I'm not going to be able to make that anymore. And I'm like, mom, you get up and make that. No, I uh, obviously didn't, but I wanted to. She said, I can't make it anymore. It's too much work. And I thought, all right, I'll do it. So I did it. I did it once. That's the last time I did it. And so it was a lot of work. And and um, yet I felt like she should have kept going, but uh, it was uh, delicious and, uh, and wonderful. And then uh, Alice and I made a, uh, like a seven-layer cake, chocolate cake. 
My mother used to make these also at Thanksgiving and Christmas. And uh, it was just pretty simple. They'd make, she'd make these layers, cover it with chocolate, put another layer, cover it with chocolate, all the way up to seven. I, I think we even made more layers and uh, one Thanksgiving, and it, and it was delicious. It was leaning over a little bit, but uh, other than that, it was delicious uh, for those who really like chocolate. So I'm going to step over and demonstrate to you Romans 8, 28. And here before you are the ingredients of a cake. Um, there are some things here that are going to go into this cake that are a little distasteful. Uh, there are other things that are very good. They, very, they taste wonderful. They may not be that good for you, but they taste wonderful. All right. So we're going to start here on this side with probably, well, they already have a spoon. Boy, they're on the ball. All right. Uh, they, with probably the largest ingredient in a cake, and that is flour. So um, let's just see what it I don't even know what that's doing in there. All right, so anyway, uh, but um, flour is a main ingredient uh, of uh, cakes. And so, I mean, you know, life sometimes uh, uh, is not super tasteful, but don't miss the blessing even in the times where something may not be a little tasteful. So uh, one time when I first became pastor, I was, I was uh, hearing some stories about other pastors and how they were being blessed financially. Um, and uh, I walked around our house that we had just built, and I was complaining. And I'm sure you've never done that to God. But I was uh, complaining to God and saying, why is this one being blessed and not me like that? And it was like the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart. And not an audible voice, but it might as well have been and said, um, look up. And I looked up. And it was like the Holy Spirit was directing the thought process of that conversation. What do you see? I see a new house. That's a blessing. Oh, God, thank you. But what's in the house? Three kids. Uh, a wife. That's a blessing. And I began to think, oh, God, forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. I am greatly blessed. Uh, I am greatly, one wonderfully blessed of God, and yet I did not see it. So I want you to count your blessings. I want you to see it. Amen. Maybe some of you walked into this building. You're like, why, why, not, why am I not blessed like this person or that one? I want you to count the blessings you have, all right? And then uh, see God continue to bless your life. Now, let's go to a little salt. Um, I mean, I've just about totally quit eating salt. And uh, that's, um, that's why I quit eating it anyway. And so it's not good for you, <laughs> maybe in small portions, but vanilla extract. Don't knock it until you've had some, all right? So anyway. Um, and then there is sugar. Oh, yes. 
<laughs> Do we like sugar? Sugar's in everything. It's going to be in heaven. All right, so. But too much sugar <laughs> will be bad for you. And I've just put probably too much. All right. Some of you are concerned about my cake. Don't be. All right, so anyway. And then there is butter. How many of you like butter? <laughs> yeah, I know you do. You like butter. Uh, but you don't sit around just eating butter. I hope not. Uh, I never ate butter really growing up. I don't know why. I don't think we had any. So uh, anyway, uh, Alice finally went, I don't need butter on my bread. I, for years, I didn't eat it. And then I've tried it, and it's pretty good, actually. And so uh, anyway, here's some eggs. Um, prayed over. Okay, so... <laughs> Eggs, you got to have eggs, even though nobody just cracks eggs and eats them. And then skim milk. I uh, worked on a dairy. Uh, I don't drink milk. And so, um, <laughs> but you take these things and let's just say this represents your life. And some of you, maybe all of us at times, look at our lives and we see little, one little ingredient, one little part, and we focus on that and we get obsessed with it and, and it becomes the definition of our lives and, and we can't get our minds off of it and, and we think that defines us and God looks down at our life. And he sees the things that happened to us. And he sees the mistakes we made, the mistakes others did to us. And he doesn't focus on that one little thing. He's got a plan for your life. He is turning it all around for good. He is turning everything that your life consists of, all the good, all the not so good, all the tasteful, all the untasteful. He is turning it around for your good. Uh, this is fun. I think I'm going to start a cooking show after this. So this looks like I've done a really good job here. And um, I have developed the skill of baking really fast. So today we're going to take this pan and hopefully not spill it. Uh, they'll clean it up. All right, so <laughs> let's put it in the oven of life. And there's always some time in life a little heat. <laughs> but uh, what God has planned for your life is greater, far greater than what you could imagine or think. And so God is looking at this for your life. That's what God sees. And inside, inside of this life, this cake, which now tastes wonderful, 
I don't have enough for all of you, so just forget it, all right? So, um, but now it just all tastes wonderful. You take a slice and you put it in your plate. Oh, my goodness. I don't taste anything but good. It's just good. And that is God's plan for your life. That's God's plan. Taste and see that the Lord is good. But also taste and see that your life is good because you and I represent Christ here on this earth. Now, let me tell you something that... um, is really good, and that is knowing Christ. Today, there's some of you that don't know Christ. You're not living for God. You are trying to turn your life around for good. And I just want to let you know up front, you're not going to be successful. You are incapable of turning your life around for good with everything that life may present to you. But why wouldn't you go to the one who is more than able and willing and desires to turn your life around for good. There are people at Redbuck, Michigan, online, out in the atrium possibly, that you have shut God out of your life. And in shutting him out, you have dismissed his promise over your life to turn it around for good. You say, I've messed up too much. No, you haven't. God will turn it around for good. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. Thank you for joining us in pursuit of growing closer to Christ. Stay tuned for more messages released every week. God bless.